I, I, I maybe I did play just a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative in your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. After further review, as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. <laughs> he is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Hola. Further review, we had an interesting, you know, it's kind of interesting. I know you guys can watch us on the, the live feed on After Further Review sports page. I know Frank has shared it. Dougie came in and talked to us. Anyone else get on there? No, nobody else got on there. I tried to share it on my page. And I guess unless it's only a, a topic that people really want to listen to, they just scroll on through. Anyway, here's a topic for you. We'll get David's thought on it before we talk about the hate on Tony Romo's commentary. Stanky leg alerts. Stanky leg alerts. I know you're kind of going off a little bit on the tangent here. Well, what do you think about this? Go ahead and explain your story. Don't you can leave names out of it, but we want to get your thoughts, Dave, and you'll, you get my thoughts as well. Okay. Well, so last night uh, we, had, of course, Dundee beat Blissfield 47-38, and then uh, all of us staff members. It was myself. Jordan Bolin, our varsity coach, Mike Hand, one of our, and uh, Mark Hubbard, our assistants. Mark Hubbard does. Who's the other dude? What does he do? He's the guy you mentioned before, Mark Hubbard. That is, uh, Mike Hand. And what is he? Is Mike Hand? Yes. As in H A N D. Hand. Okay. What's, what does he give a hand to well, the he, program? Uh, he he is a uh, he's basically the uh, assistant head coach. Okay, the, who's the JV coach? Travis Pant. Pant. Okay. Yeah, he's the JV coach. Did he go with you guys? Uh, no, no, he didn't. Uh, we were we basically varsity only, huh? Well, okay, I see how. It well, because tra- well, because Jordan lives in Blissfield. So. Okay, okay. So you guys were you were on the road? Did yeah. he take the bus or did, did I? I actually I ended up I ended up driving separate to this one because I I had to. I had some stuff to do at home before I left, so so I ended up, and then afterwards we all went out to to a B Town Bar and Grill in Blissfield. I'd never been there. It's pretty. It's a nice little establishment. And it's swanky. Eh, it's not. It's nice. Nice. Okay. Okay. What made What made you guys go to B Town? I've dribbled through. I've dri- dribbled through. I've driven through Blissfield, and you know you got to do the speed limit. If you <laughs> yeah. run over, you're gonna get ticketed. But. uh um, who chose that place? It was because you know. Well, uh, well, I think it was. Uh, is it like uh, it was? Jo- it was Jordan's idea to go there. Is it like Sam's Garage or is it Pete's Garage? Uh, no, this is like smaller than Pete's Garage. It's actually right next. It's next door to the, the train. Con- no, it's next door to the Coney Island. Okay, okay. Yeah. On uh, Lane Street. Okay. It's very. It's a nice, li- nice little establishment. We were there and there afterwards. We we're just talk, just talking about the game. There was mm-hmm. a couple of. There was a couple of the Blissfield players there, that, there, and uh, so after you gave them that butt whooping, you no, saw them there. How no. were the, how were they there? 
Well, they're it was well, past their bedtime, right? Well, it was uh, it was just a couple of their players were there just having some dinner and mm-hmm. and they said they said hi to me and we were just I just talked with them a little bit. I told them that I might bump into them during baseball season. Did you tell them you highlight that ass whooping? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> we, we didn't do that. Yeah, you talk some trash and you no, I, I, I won't do that. I love right, David. You talk trash like how you like that ass whooping we gave you, and then you make them go. We sell. did. We didn't really give them an asshole, but really beat them by nine points. Oh, really? We just. I mean, granted, we held them to their season low output on offense. But we're not gonna gloat about it. I mean, I probably would. I mean, it's just it's playful trash talk. It's not like you know we really we despise each other or we're gonna throw some bones nah. out here outside. But keep going. So, and then we have a co- another coach whose name I'm going to keep anonymous here. He basically he comes up and he is sending Jordan a profanity laced tirade about how. Another coach, who shall remain nameless, essentially decided to pour it on and kept to the late Anthony Staines, and he poured it on, kicking them in the teeth, kicking them while they're down. Now, sometimes games get out of hand, and if you're the better team, sometimes getting that butt whooping doesn't mean they're pouring it on. It's just that you need to get better. Yeah, well, he wasn't too happy about it. Well, apparently, the opposing coach had his starters into the fourth quarter. Now, keep in mind, the score of this game was, are you ready for this, 22-1 to after the first quarter. Okay. And it was 46-9 to at halftime. 46-9? to at halftime. So it was basically a running clock through the... the Michigan the, has that rule. They they enforce that rule. If it's over 30, there's a running no, clock. I think it's actually once it gets over 40, it's a running clock. And... and in Ohio, they do have that rule, but both coaches have to agree to have the running clock. So obviously certain teams you know that aren't going to come back. If you're up by 30, or I think it's either 30 or 35 points, they just run the clock. I mean... You know that those, you know, it just wasn't. It just wasn't this coach's day. I mean, you just, you just got your teeth kicked in. Yeah, but he bet. Let this coach who texted Jordan was basically just going off and saying, "I've been and he, I've been here before. He shouldn't do. He shouldn't do this. I had gave up. I yelled at him that I had given up, and he wouldn't even look at me or." Anything of that nature, and he said a few other words that I can't use on the air, and and basically I said, uh, you know what, you got you couldn't you got beat, man up and stop them, and you couldn't do that. But I guess he's just mad that the game was out of reach. He left starters in to pad stats and this, that, and the other, and it ended up being the old stanky leg. Was it really padding stats though? He thinks it was. I mean, I don't, ha- I don't have the actual box score in front of me. Right. No, no, I totally understand. He at the moment, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Although I will say that we've got to play this team coming up on Thursday, and they have beaten us already. But, you know, and but of course, this is also the best team in the conference. Well, then, I mean, this is what normally happens, though. <laughs> yeah, you're probably gonna play that uh, at right after the first quarter. I mean, sometimes I, as a coach, I when I know there's a butt whooping coming, I just think of this. 
<laughs> every time there's a missed shot or something that could end up on uh, shacked in a fool. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's basically what happened. They got shacked in a fool, and, you know, they just got outplayed. Now, I don't agree with he yelled, I had the white flag. I mean, that. I mean, me, I don't know if he. I don't know if. I'm not saying he did, but I, that's kind of what the gist I got. Because, I mean, that's just. That is, that's not a good look. I mean, if you're over there like, come on, get, you got your star. You complain, and it's just like, look, dude, your team, my team is better than your team. I'm getting guys clogged. I, I don't think all coaches like to try to pour it on or run up the score. You know, now if he had all his starters and he was still pressing to really get the points up, you know, that that's one thing. But what is what is fair though? I mean, is it if his team's just not as good as his and the score gets to balloon at those points, is he really running up the score? Or is it just your team is just not that good that night? Well, I'm, it may have been it may have been a combination of things. David, you can chime in when you want because I, I just think this is just a very interesting topic. Yeah, I'm just trying to like put all these things together. The first thing that came to mind, kind of, Eric, you just mentioned it. Like, if the coach is out there, kind of waving the white flag or saying, you know, I give up, I quit, you know, take the horses off. Like, what does that say to your teammates? Like, what does that say to your team that as a head coach, when we're down, instead of like, okay. Yeah, we're going to lose this game, but at least go out swinging, go out fighting instead of just you know waving the white flag, throw your hands up, and you know, well, just keep pouring on like that. And even more of a worse look, at least for me, than and yeah, like we may get our bus beat by 40, 50 points, but at least we didn't stop what we were trying to do or get some young guys in, like keep going through the fire. So honestly. Reaction, I would have been like, hey, if we're not going to win this basketball game, at least we're going to win a fight. Like, we're going to win something, whether it's a fight on the court, fight in the parking lot, fight in the street. Like, we're taking them out with us. Like, because we just can't go down and then, you know, just accept it. So, my thinking is you can't win the war, but you're going to try to win a few battles. I, yeah, I yeah. do. And I think in the same thing with David, I thought that to me, complaining and waving the white flag and saying, hey, I got my starters out. To me, it was as I like to say, it was a female dog move. I mean, it made you look, it made you look weak. It made you look like a sissy. I mean, you can't, you can't do that. You got to go in there, just keep doing what you're doing. If you're getting beat, like David said, get the young guys in. You guys didn't have it tonight. I'll get the young guys in. But to go over there and be like, man, I took out my starters. What do you else you want? Take it. Off. You know, you can't do. That's like because then kids can get hurt. Yeah, and then of course some people. There was someone who made the comment that that if um, that somebody may try and try and injure their starters for leaving them in and say you know well it's your fault for leaving them in I I don't agree with that at all. Um, yeah, how many? Wait, because this is a small league. How many team players are on the team though? If the guy only has six or seven guys, you can't get upset that he got the starters in there. I mean, there's at least ten players on these two teams combined, each. Okay. okay. Yeah. David, keep going though. You have to finish your thought. Yeah, I mean, my my thinking is kind of with the team. You know, I just played on Thursday. My thinking is like, why not say like, hey, Zaza Pachulia to do, like, hey. Worst comes worst. In the game of basketball, injuries happen. Whether intentional or unintentional, injuries happen. So, oh, 
I didn't see I didn't see you there with the strip in the leg. I, I mean, this is just between us three. We're not on the air. No one's listening to this. But my thinking is, hey, we're going to win something. We're going to win a fight. We're going to be physical. We're going to go out there. And if we have to punch him in the mouth one way or the other, we're going to punch him in the mouth. Because if this is the best team, if this is the best team in the conference, I look at it similar way to how teams approach the Golden State Warriors. Go out there, be physical. If they want to fight us, they want to trip us, then hey, we can go right back. You got to fight fire with fire at some point. Can't just kind of. I understand playing the way you go and being professional and constant and everything, but at some point, you know, you have to go out there and be better at what. The, be better than they are at what they're good at. And you could also basically say, say your famous line, David, you don't like that you got beat by 41, be better tomorrow. Yeah, oh, I'm definitely saying that to that coach. Honestly, I would actually take that coach aside and say, like, why are you a, head, why are you a basketball coach in high school if you're going to get upset and display that kind of behavior in front of your kids, in front of parents, whoever is in there, in that stadium, at that, in that gym at that time. Like, why are you a head coach if this is how you're going to act when you're getting the break beat off of you? Like, that, like, that's not a good look in any kind of form. Like, you don't see thinking about the Gonzaga-Santa Clara game. Like, Gonzaga beat them. Like, these are college athletes who are on scholarship, and they got beat by 60 points. You don't see their coach say, oh, you got to stop the fight, you know, running clock. No. You keep playing the game. You try to do as much as you can to stop the bleeding, and then you go back to the gym and try to be better. Exactly. Wait, but then again, I also know that the losing coach is also a bad loser. He do, he doesn't he does not take losses very well. I know I do know this for a fact. So then, if yeah. he doesn't take losses that well, then you think maybe he's over exaggerating, over exaggerating the the. I'm blowout. starting. To th- I'm starting to think that. May- I'm starting to think maybe he is. Is but you know, guys, the guys basically his first year as a varsity basketball coach. Mm-hmm. So you know what? So you got you got to you got to. Uh, here's what I, here's what I'm gonna say. I mean, if you want to cue up the life lesson music, oh, yeah, you, I'm gonna you, give. How a, did you know? How did you know? I guess I just know. So, here's this is gonna be time for an after further review life lesson. Let's see, let's see what you got here, Frank. When you get in the coaching business, you're gonna have some bad days, but you know what you gotta do. You still have to take the medicine. It doesn't taste very good. Do you think this coach actually was doing that? He was a, knew he was a first-year coach, and he said, "You know what? I'm gonna beat you, and you're gonna call me daddy." <laughs> I, no, no, no. I don't. I don't. I don't think there was anything like that because I do know. I also happen to know the opposing coach, and he, that is not. That's not in his character to do that. Okay. It's okay. just that he just has more talented players. But you know what? You gotta tell you. After a loss, you have to take the medicine and open wide. It doesn't taste good, but you still got to deal with it. That is life. That's going to be life lesson number 7736 from 
Frank, Derek, and David of AFR. <laughs> I, 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 I just, I don't know. I, I like it, but it's, it's, this is basically, I, it is a good life lesson. I was thinking of something else, but you know, this is basically what happened down here. Uh, let's see, here we go. <laughs> you got ran over by a semi truck. Yeah, this is pretty much what happened. They, they got basically just just get you know. Basically, the other team came in and they did this. Basically, well, you know, just, well, just, you know, just, just, well, just take it and get ran over. Well, you know, right, David? You can't, you, well, I will. I will mention this too, since you had, since you did bring that up. Is that when it's come to football between these two schools, the school that got their ass beat in basketball handed out the ass beatings to this other school in football okay, and has done the, so. For, okay, okay, so there's the backstory. I think well, what happened was not, they getting not, their not, butt whooped not, on football. Not, so consider consider the source. I'm not saying that this is a backstory. I'm just happening to throw it out there because this school has struggled in football and they have gotten their asses beat badly. So they basically, and usually in those smaller schools, guys play multiple sports. So it was yeah. probably a good thing for them to get them back in. You know, that, that old chant, that's all right, that's okay. okay we'll, we'll play kick your, team. your ass in hoops someday. Or, yeah, or play your team in hoops someday. As, you know, I try to clean it up a little bit. But your buddy there, you know... He looked like a bitch. I mean, I'm gonna say it like this. He, he's going. I waving the there white you're... flag, and I'm complaining, and I'm getting on the phone and complaining. It, it just—it's like that, like that old Michelob commercial. Some days are better than others, and that Friday night, it just didn't have it. Yeah. But you can't be going out there looking like that in front of your team and in front of the fans. And on a night when you're honoring a team that ended up with it. That ended up uh, setting a school record for wins in a season and winning a district championship yeah. and a couple of conference titles as well. Don't, don't. Just coach your team up. Just coach if your not, team. If not, just go on over there, sit on the bench, and be quiet and let whoever the opposing team look like they were mastering you. Let them just master you. And then the next, do they play them? Is it a round robin conference? Well, this is the second time they had played each other. And I what guess. What was the first time like? First time it was like 69 to 40 something. I'll have to look it up. Okay. So, so basically, it sounds like to me, it really wasn't a blowout. It's just this other team is just much more superior than the other team. Well, they are in basketball. I mean, they are the be- they are the best team in our conference. Okay. David, final thoughts on that, then we move on to Tony Romo. Yeah, it's just a bad look for that coach. Just, this is going to have to be something that the coach really just hard to heart, man to man, like. What, what are you in this coaching profession for? Is it to teach these young men how to, you know, build character, or is it to show them, you know, that when things don't go your way, you, you know, so a big fit? Right. <laughs> and now there's a life lesson. If it doesn't go your way, do you throw a fit? <laughs> no. You, you take the medicine. Right. You take the medicine. You take the butt whooping, and and I, I kind of think in this sense. It's not a good look. I trust me. I wouldn't have done it. And I, you know, I'm a coach. But you know, he, 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 when you start getting on there, you, you, you kind of look like a sissy. Uh, let's face it. You look like a bitch. I mean, it, I, I hate to say it, but you know, we all have been there where you just get that whooping, and you just you know go and shake the other coach's hand, but you don't get mad. Hey, I've gotten a couple whoopings 
since I've been a JV head coach. So it's just like, okay, it's just not our night. Maybe this is a night we get other guys in for playing time, but you don't sit up there and go, hey, I'm waving the white flag or I got my starters out. Because everybody knows you got the starters out because obviously they're not on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, don't wor- don't worry about it. If you're like, oh, just leaving the starters in, so what? Let him do it. I mean, if he get that. He's the one who's gonna. He's the one who's gonna catch heat from, from his players' parents if he doesn't play reserves or anything like that. He's the one that's got to deal with it, not you. And in those games too, like I just got my butt whooped a couple weeks ago against one of the better programs in the league, and by the fourth. You threw chairs at your players afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't throw chairs at them. But one of the kids that doesn't really get to play a lot actually played a, a full quarter and he scored five he almost was our leading scorer that's how bad it was but you know those are opportunities where it's like okay guys that don't normally get playing time you can put them in the game and say you know either if you're up by a lot or you're down by a lot you know hey just go out there and play basketball and this kid has come a long long way and I'm impressed with that now I'm not impressed that we got our butts whooped but at the same time the kid, the kid hadn't played in a couple games, or he got very limited minutes. So this was a time he can actually play a full quarter, and I, I guess that's the only good thing I thought about with this is what happened with that. But I didn't go and complain and say I got the starters out and you know give me a break and you know come on, dude, we're all competitors here, and just some days you know you just need to get that slap upside the head. Very true. Final thoughts, David. Yeah, this is just. One of those stories where you hate to see it, but I hope these kids learn more life lessons that you know are offside and away from that basketball head coach. And hopefully, that head coach learns from this, grows from this, and maybe he needs to you know go to USA Basketball, you know, coach one of these coaching camps. You know, learn, learn from some of the best as to how to control your temper when you're getting the brakes beat off of you by you know 40, 50 points. <laughs> He did get the brakes beat off. <laughs> well, I, I will say this coach has also had a team who beat the brakes off of a, a team that's just an absolute dumpster fire higher in our conference and put up a hundo. Oosh. So he should know what he's well, the game then. Yeah, but also but also in this game he received a technical foul pull for pull for uh, yelling about a a foul that he thought should have been called. Oh Lord, yeah, that, 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 that's just ridiculous. I mean, it just but he's wasn't but he's day. not. But I mean, that's all. That's probably only the second technical foul he's received in his coaching career. Okay, I do. I do know that um, that there was a, a game where he didn't like how that his team was getting called for stuff, and the other team wasn't. And when finally he had a call go his way, this coach yelled, "Thank you." Really loud, and got a T. <laughs> and the oh. end, I guess it was her. It was heard from pretty far away too, from what I was told. <laughs> I digress, but yeah, that's the life lesson here, dude. You know, just just take your butt whooping like and a man. Take the medicine, right? Sometimes the medicine is real bitter because I'm sure a couple of weeks from down the road he might be giving somebody that same medicine. I mean, you know, that's when you coach, and you know that's part of the game that. There's going to be times where nothing works, none of your schemes work, none of the players are fully, especially high school kids, aren't ready to compete that day, and you just get caught up in that whirlwind of uh, a butt whooping. 
Man, but you can't be a sissy about it, you know. You got exactly. sound like to me this guy just needed to take his diaper off or take his skirt off, you know. <laughs> Ooh boy. So, take a quick commercial break and then talk a little bit about Tony Romo as we had to had to get that quick life lesson here next on your 80.3 WHT's after further review.